Hi, everybody, and thank you for joining me at another episode of She Constructs. I'm here again with Dr. Victoria Boot. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for inviting me. Hi, everybody. Nice to see you almost again. (laughs) We're going to talk today about working from home. We are in Ontario and in a second uh, state of emergency with a stay-at-home mandate put on us. And even though we've done this once before, and it should feel a little more comfortable, but for some people it really doesn't feel comfortable at all, especially when we have, some of us have kids and things at home. We have spouses at home or we have roommates at home. Um, We have pets who have become very accustomed to us being at home. I know that my, our dogs are like, I think it's lunchtime. Don't I get a walk now at lunchtime? So I kind of worry about what it's going to look like when everybody's back full time. And those guys are just like, where's everybody? So um, what's, what's your take? Victoria, what do you think is going on out there? Do you think that people are are calm? Do you think that some people are still stressed? Um, I think I think it's probably a whole smattering of different things, right? I think folks are handling handling the situation, I guess, in the in the best way they can. Of course, um, some of us are able to work from home, and that's a that's a great privilege and a great fortune that we have. Um, some folks are struggling with with job security. Some folks are frontline, so they've been working this entire time and are added with the added stress of, of the pandemic, et cetera. So um, I think for the most part, uh, I mean, I could say folks that I've encountered are largely doing the best they can. I think um, there's been a, a, re- a bit of a release of the expectations to some extent. Uh, again, I'm, I'm speaking of you know specific folks that I know, not necessarily everybody uh, in general. So um, I think for the most part, we're kind of trying to find strategies that will help us handle the household or handle a home life uh, in some reasonable way so that hopefully, you know, we're, we're maintaining order and, th- and this could be men or women, of course, but mm-hmm. um, we're kind of cohesive as a, as a household unit in whatever way that household is, is made up. Um, at the end of the day, I think no one can expect perfection at this point. We can't expect perfection on a good day, let alone, uh, you know, 10 or so months into a, a pandemic. So. I think that's yeah. where we are. Yeah. Yeah. I know that a lot of people have become very comfortable with a child walking in or a cat going across. Mm-hmm. And it's just like yeah. everybody's home. Everybody understands what's going on. So mm-hmm. um, I know for us, sometimes the battle is noise, trying to achieve, trying to achieve that perfect quietness for Zoom calls, for meetings, for recordings like this. Um, do you, I, and we post a schedule so that everybody kind of is aware of of what's going on and the expectation of respect. And sometimes I find that people kind of forget and then we get frustrated in that moment. What can you tell us that we can do with that bundled up time where we're just like, be quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I can, I, I can't tell you how to handle kids or your own, your own households necessarily for everyone, but uh, in terms of self-management, um, mm-hmm. a couple of things I could suggest uh, have a lot to do with breath, have a lot to do with how we actually are inhaling and exhaling. Um, a lot of times when we get that frustrated feeling uh, or we get that that surge of stress, we start to breathe really high. So we we sort of, you know, our, our whole bodies kind of seize up 
and then the breath sort of sort of starts just above your in the above the the top part of your chest here. Um, and so what starts to happen there is your body is actually triggering into a response of either fight, flight, or freeze. And we've talked about that in previous uh, yeah. previous chats. And so what we're trying to do with the breathing is to actually kind of override that uh, that reaction and kind of bring the body back and say, physiologically, you are safe, even if you don't feel emotionally safe in a pandemic or in the circumstance. Um, you know, we're in a situation where we can actually push the breath down, get it deeper, and then that theoretically triggers that that calmer, more relaxed, maybe not fully relaxed, but more relaxed response so that you can actually bring your, you know, your awareness, your focus and your best, you know, mom or partner or pet owner self uh, <laughs> to the person that you're, or person or pet, I guess, that you're trying to deal with. We just want to be the best leaders we can, regardless right. of our situation, right? Exactly. So um, I think that women just always want to be best. We're so hard on ourselves. And so when we're in the middle of something and we're getting interrupted by our environment that we can't control, it's just so frustrating for us where we're yeah. just like, our quest for perfection is what I kind of call it gets you know, tampered with, and then we are so stressed out. So sure. remind us or give us some techniques to kind sure. of take that deep breath, take that moment of embrace a moment of calm before yeah. we enrage. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and of course, you know, this, this may work for some folks, maybe not work for others. So feel free to encourage everyone to kind of adapt it as you need to, right? It's really it's yeah. for you specifically. Um, so one really simple one, or it seems simple, um, is typically you use your right hand and you try to, um, you try to actually put, sorry, it's kind of awkward. Uh, try to put your, your ring finger and your little finger down, okay? So what you're, or sorry, other way. What you're trying to do is put your ring finger and little finger up and the first two fingers uh, are down. So it's it's an awkward, it's almost like Star Trek in some weird yeah. way, an adapted Star Trek, I guess. Um, so what we're gonna do with this hand is we're gonna be pressing our fingers onto our nostrils, and that's gonna allow us to do what's called alternate nostril breathing. And if, we're, if we start to do this, it actually helps to calm us and helps us get a bit of a deeper breath. So again, with your right hand, uh, your ring finger and little finger are up as, as up as they can be. It's tricky to do. Uh, your thumb is out and these two fingers are kind of pressed into your hand. And so what you'll do is you'll take your thumb and you'll press it onto your right nostril and you'll start talking funny, but you'll press it on your right nostril. And then you're going to take a breath through the inhale breath through the left nostril. So slowly and as deeply as you can. Okay, and then when you're at the top, you think you have all the air you can take, you're gonna pause for maybe two, three seconds or more, and then you're gonna shift these other two fingers to the left nostril, and you're gonna exhale out the right nostril. So we'll try that again, because I think I gave convoluted instructions. <laughs> so take the thumb, press it against the right, inhale on the left, so. Okay. Inhale on the left, and then these two fingers go to the left because we're closing that one now. And then we're gonna exhale out the right. So basically, once you get your hand sorted, you're just going back and forth against the alternate nostrils, right? So the, the key is to inhale through the left nostril and then seal it, 
<laughs> and then exhale through the right nostril, right? Oh, yeah. And it, it's tricky because <laughs> I think sometimes our sinuses are kind of cluttered Clogged. anyway, so it's a bit awkward. Um, but you can always blow your nose ahead of time or you can <laughs> experiment to see what will work. I think the hand thing is also a nice distraction <laughs> from the moment. I'd be like, I got to breathe. And then it's like, let me figure this out for 10 minutes. <laughs> more I get though. why I'm mad because my frustrations are right here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of them. Um, and I can show you another another quick one. Yeah. Um, so this one is is less convoluted with your fingers. Um, all you're trying to do, and I'm assuming folks are sitting in a chair most of the time, right? So you can do this in your chair. You just want to sit back. Uh, make sure your your spine is straight. Uh, and when I say spine is straight as much as you can, right? As much as you're physically able to do. Ideally, you wanna try to have uh, your shoulders right above your hips, right? And then your feet are flat on the floor so that your knees are at a 90 degree angle. Uh, so basically what you're doing is we're just gonna control how we're breathing. So we inhale through the nose as deeply as we can trying to get all the way down to the belly, right? Fill up that whole space. And then at the top, when we've inhaled, we're gonna pause for maybe two or three seconds. Some folks can do it a lot longer or you can, you can stretch yourself to do it longer over time. So you're holding that breath and then you exhale again through the nose for the same amount of time. And then you'll pause at the bottom when you've fully exhaled. So it's almost like imagining a rectangle. Okay, so we're gonna inhale, say for a count of four. So inhale, we're gonna hold for four, and then we're gonna exhale for four. And at the end of that exhale, you hold again for four. So of course the number, how, how long you do that will definitely vary by what you're able to do. Um, but it's a practice that you can start to engage because it forces you to focus on that full inhale, get all the air in your body, pause, allow the full exhale, and pause again. Um, and so if, you're, if you consistently do this, you might start to find that actually you can do it for longer periods. So mm -hmm. some folks will do an inhale for the count of eight or even 16, right? What? And that, yeah, it's, it's insane. They'll, they'll do it for a long time, and then the pause maybe not you know eight or 16 seconds but they'll they'll have a longer pause and then the exhale is is that long as well eight or 16 and then they pause a bit of a shorter time at the base of it um it's it's a common practice in yoga to to get used to that kind of breathing um and if you can work through it and keep practicing you find it really helps settle if you do that say three or four times it really starts to uh, calm the whole system, calm the nervous system. Uh, parasympathetic starts to kick in and says, oh, okay, we're resting now, right? We're taking it easy. Uh, and then hopefully you've been able to do that in about a minute or under a minute, and then you can address whatever situation is happening, you know, outside the room or right next to you, depending mm -hmm. where you are. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a great tip. I know that I have heard myself breathe like that when I've been trying to do like the at-home yoga videos you mm -hmm. have that like that Darth Vader kind of yep yep kind of through the back of the throat type sound yep. so mm -hmm. that's when you know you're doing it right yeah yeah it's, it's <laughs> called the it's called the ujjayi breath um, okay. and the they they equate it to if you imagine in your throat that you're trying to fog up a mirror but you close your mouth and make that sound oh it's it's opening up 
right in here and it allows allows that movement in, in the progression so yeah it's a good or Darth Vader breath also <laughs> so, that's another option yeah <laughs> that's cooler I would say in some cases <laughs> oh man that's funny um I don't know Vicky I think that other than kind of letting go of that that need to be perfect and having that perfect at home work setting mm -hmm. is just something that we need to to let go of yeah. we need to kind of become comfortable with that this is how it is and this mm -hmm. not necessarily a state of emergency but this may be how it is until the population is vaccinated mm -hmm. and i think that's going to be a little bit more than just this year but I hope I'm wrong. My fingers are crossed. I really hope I'm wrong um, because we need we need to get this stuff rolled out and we need to get jabbed in the arm and do what we need to do because a lot of people are feeling really isolated when they're at home. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips for people who are feeling isolated? And we may be feeling isolated even though we're not necessarily alone at home, right? Mm -hmm. There's a difference between being alone and lonely yeah for sure and do you want to do you want to talk to yeah. us a little bit about that sure sure um i think i think one of the challenges i know for me i can speak from my own experience uh one of the challenges for me is the inability to actually engage with people in the same physical space right we i mean I have my my family my partner um but in terms of social activities or just being out and about in the world i really miss that human interaction um and so what i've been finding uh is i'm i'm doing a lot more virtual calls with folks Mm -hmm. um, which, which isn't quite satisfying that physical proximity, but it's, it's certainly giving me the opportunity to realize that, Hey, I can still be in touch with these people and we can still have really good conversations. It, it looks a little different, right? right. Um, so it, that might be an option for some, for some of that's not a possibility or just not desirable. Um, I've been forcing myself to get out of the house for even if it's 10 minutes during the day, just so that I'm moving, I'm getting fresh air. Um, I'm ensuring that I'm, you know, not stiff in the chair for 12 hours a day, because I have a tendency to do that sometimes, which is not healthy. Um, and what I'm starting to see is that if depending on the time of day that I go out, I'm starting to see the same folks, right? I don't know yeah. them. They, I guess, live in the neighborhood, near the neighborhood. Um, and we're starting to be able to just like do a wave or hi, nice to see you. How are you? I may not know their names, but I'm still at least interaction, interacting with other people. Um, of course, we're staying distant. We're, you know, we're on other so opposite sides of the street, for example. Mm -hmm but it's allowing us at least to engage in some way. Um, and for some, that might be a way to, you know, be with people without being with people, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, I know when we walk the dog and if I see someone I know, it's like a big deal, right? You're mm. like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Right, and they stand on the other side of the path or mm -hmm. you have all mm -hmm. that distance in the outdoor space, but it's just so exciting yeah. to yeah. 
to, to have a conversation like face to face again with yeah. someone. Right. So, and, and you can even orchestrate that. Like I've, I've previously before this stay at home order, um, it was a little bit more, seemed a little more flexible. So I was, um, I would meet up with a friend. We, we had masks. We stayed as distant as we could where we were walking, mm -hmm. uh, of course, with other people as well, wherever they were. Um, but we would, we would just go for a walk for 10 or 15 minutes to say hello, hear each other's voices. Um, you know, see them and say, are you okay? Yeah, you look okay. Okay, good. Right. Just sort yeah. of that check in. But again, it, it gave us the, not the exact physical proximity, but we were around each other in some way distantly. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we had masks on, so we were being as cautious as we could. We were outside getting fresh air. We were moving, which of course helps with help, which then helps us breathe differently. So I think all of that together, um, finding the different unusual ways or they seem unusual ways to be social um i think have been really helpful i think more and more people also have been heading outside and it's been really great for all reasons for people to go back outside right we spent a lot of time in in our homes we come home from our work day we stay in our house mm -hmm. um and just the the huge difference i know for us we have dogs so we have to walk our dogs but even if we didn't have our dogs i think we would still be going out for our walks you know at lunch and right after work it doesn't have to be long but it just gets us outside gets a change of scenery and hopefully we see a neighbor or somebody and we can wave and have that moment right so yeah. and and even if you don't encounter people um what i'm starting to see is a lot more uh, animal activity because there are so few people in cars around where we're, I'm noticing squirrels more in the trees. I'm noticing, you know, I'm saying, oh, I'm hearing birds and they sound different than the other birds from the other day. So I may not know all the details of what they are or what they're doing, but, but I'm starting to notice a little bit more about my surroundings. And that's a good thing. That's, that's exhibiting some mindfulness, right? It's, it's keeping yeah. in the moment in that actual activity, breathing through it. Um, and, and all of that together helps us kind of settle uh, and calm our systems a bit. Yeah. Calmness, everybody. Yeah. Calmness. Hopefully. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today, Victoria. I always appreciate and enjoy it when you're on. I thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the invitation. And if anyone is feeling sad or lonely, there's lots of avenues for you. If you need to reach out to She Constructs, we're going to redirect you around, of course, because we are uh, peer support. We're not professional professionals, but we definitely want to make sure that if you're feeling the need to engage or you need some help, reach out to somebody mm -hmm. and we'll help you out. We have networking events that we do and um, a newsletter and fun blogs and, of course, our podcast. So. You can connect with us if you're feeling like you need more connection. Absolutely. <laughs> Have a great night, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye.